Nor did he sound like the British officers he had briefly encountered in the Far East. We're doing okay, said Kit. I could murder a croissant and a bowl of café au lait. Kit parked the car in a square with peeling green benches and a memorial for the 1418 war. An elderly woman wearing a white apron was standing outside the Café des Sports. She looked at the corps diplomatique badge on the bumper of Kit's Ford and frowned. The two consuls chose an outside table. The woman's expression softened when she saw the Englishman's face. She seemed to know what had happened. When the Englishman ordered for both of them in perfect French, his regional accent disappeared. As the woman padded off to the kitchen, Kit turned to his companion. I don't recognize your accent. In French? No, in English. Where are you from, if you don't mind my asking? The Englishman looked amused. Rotherham. Kit was none the wiser. His fellow consul might just as well have mentioned one of Jupiter's lesser moons. For Kit, England was just as strange and foreign. When they crossed the Rhone at Montélimar, a gendarme on a motorcycle waved them down. Kit's big American Ford stood out like an elephant in the French countryside. The gendarme informed them that the bodies had been removed from the village hall at Saint-Bosil and transferred to the district council offices, the prefecture at Privas. The gendarme then saluted and gave them a motorcycle escort for the last twenty miles. Kit was embarrassed by the attention and stares of roadside peasants. The Englishman's ironic smile made things worse. Arriving at the prefecture, they were greeted with some ceremony by a high-ranking gendarme and a very elderly man in a black suit with a legion of honour in his buttonhole. The old man introduced himself as the mayor, but everyone else referred to him as the chief. There were also reporters with notepads but the gendarme kept them at bay. Kit and the Englishman were ushered into an office that was lined with dark, polished wood. There was a crucifix on the wall behind the desk and a framed military citation describing an action that had taken place in Quang Nam province in 1886. Christ, thought Kit, this guy really is old. The mayor invited them to sit down. The door opened and an elderly woman in black entered the room bearing a tray of coffee and petit four. The loose heels of her espadrille slapped loudly on the polished floor. Kit wondered if the patron from the Café in X had somehow followed them. They could have been twins. The woman poured the coffee into Limoges china cups and left. Kit felt engulfed by a wave of happiness and peace. He would have been content to spend the rest of his days in that dark room listening to the clock tick and smelling the furniture polish and must of age. He wondered if he could have it all dismantled and re-erected, including the old man and his legion of honour in the garden of his home in Maryland, the ultimate tourist souvenir. As they sipped the coffee, the mayor explained that there were only four bodies, not eight or ten, as originally reported. This uh, confusion, he said, may have been because this type of aeroplane has seats for eight passengers, but there were only two passengers, and with the two pilots, that makes four. The old man turned to the Englishman. Three of them were carrying British passports, but... You must confirm their identities before we will sign a permit allowing the repatriation of their remains. Are you capable of doing this? I've been telegraphed detailed physical descriptions of the two pilots, a Mr. Peter Townsend and a Mr. Arthur Freeman. The passenger, Peter Fitzwilliam, the Frenchman interrupted. The passport identifies the bearer as Earl Fitzwilliam. Yes, that was his title. In any case, Fitzwilliam was a prominent figure in French horse racing and breeding. I not only have recent photographs of him, but his trainer is coming down from Paris to help identify the body. Very good, the mayor turned to Kit. And the young lady, oh, sad, 
Her passport bears the name Lady Huntington, but it is an American passport. The Frenchman sounded like a naturalist describing a rare hybrid butterfly. And I believe her father was a close friend of Roosevelt and former American ambassador. The old man's eyes flicked to the Englishman. To Great Britain. Yes, said Kidd, that is correct. And can you identify her? I knew her personally. That is very good. Her father is at this moment on the way to Privas, and it might be kind to spare him the pain of seeing his daughter. Her face is... Uh, the Frenchman frowned and made a gesture against his own face, suggesting disfigurement. Kit felt sick at what he was going to have to do. He was also surprised to hear that Joe Kennedy was in France. Patterson hadn't mentioned it. We have had to turn our conference room into a temporary morgue. The bodies are now being transferred into zinc-lined coffins that we had sent from Montelimar. It enables them to be packed in ice.